welcome to video game bullshit. Hey, this is um, I don't know, episode what? What is it like three, four now? I don't even know. Uh, Five, you know, twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't even matter. I mean, we're gonna name them arbitrary as we talk because we're gonna upload them out of order if we have to. It's not a big deal. Um, so today it's just Jeff and Kyle. Uh, I'm Subcon Three. Kyle's old. Kyle Meister. <laughs> yeah, we're, so we're doing this on Skype, a little Skype call, um, and we're recording with a random iPad thing. I don't have internet, so if it's crazy quality, we'll adjust. <laughs> so uh, what are you drinking tonight, Kyle? Uh, good old Coors, standby. How about you? I got a Gosling's Ginger Beer. Interesting. Yeah, basically, I moved into my house uh, on Wednesday and yesterday, <laughs> and uh, the guy had beer in the fridge. Oh shit! <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, I'm drinking some beer. <laughs> That's a good housewarming gift. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah, I'll just leave that there. Why not? Yeah. So, so I love how we have like plans on doing like a test podcast, and we're like, fuck it, we'll just do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, you might as well go with it, yeah. Everything we talk about usually is gold anyway, so we might as well just uh, chat. <laughs> so so he left, like, a bunch of stuff, like you said, like a bookcase. and Fuck what else of stuff. All right, so I'm sitting down in my retro room right now. This is where I'll be recording out of. Retro, retro room to be, right? <laughs> yeah, like, right now I had a bunch of vinyls sitting in crates, uh, the recording is sitting on an NES TV right now, the Sharp NES TV. <laughs> it's propping up the iPad so I don't have to hold it. <laughs> nothing better, right? No, nothing better. Who better? <laughs> better. <laughs> but um, in the garage, there's a bunch of stuff. Like even he left the lawnmower. But, Jeez, awesome. but there was like two bookcases in there. The second bookcase is like solid oak. And I, like, carried it into the house and put it in the retro room, and I adjusted the feet so it leans against the wall. So it's, like, a giant bookcase that I can put a bunch of games on or whatever. Perfect. Jeez. Exactly. Pretty, pretty badass. And then, I mean, he left a bunch of other stuff, too, like, but, like, that one is going to add to the gaming collection. But the the irony is, is that I'm going to have to go from a room about... The same size as what I have now, with more, a little bit more space, because there's a hallway that I have to encompass, and an entire basement into this one spot. <laughs> the entire yeah. basement. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, when you, when you told me that, I was just like, hmm. Yeah. wonder what you're going to do on that. I, yeah. It might be one of those to do a podcast on <laughs> one of these days, or maybe even later on tonight or on a different podcast day who knows but but it's it's still cool that you actually have a single room you know kind of a deal that you can concentrate on yeah absolutely just do whatever you want with that's that's super cool um and like we were Ah. talking about just refining the uh collection really yeah so this uh gosling's ginger beer not beer (laughs) i just took a sip of it i'm like what the hell and yeah this isn't beer, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, it says not alcohol. He left it in there. Disappointed. He he left some Yingling in there and some other stuff. So, 
But yeah, this one's definitely a refreshing zip of ginger. <laughs> Hilarious. But, uh, so, I don't fucking know. I don't drink so, that shit. So today <laughs> you saw a video, though, like on um, Crazy Ass Gamester 81's page or something? It was yesterday. I was just watching the, um, the underrated top 10 underrated consoles. Oh, the top 10 underrated consoles. Yeah. So, so you, did you write down the list or whatever? Go over yeah. them because, yeah, like, you, you were right here. yeah, you were emailing to me, and I was like, dude, there's some stuff on there that shouldn't be on there. But. Yeah, and, and you were saying, you know, you thought it might be like undersold instead of underrated type of thing. Yeah, so go over the list real quick for people that are listening. For sure. So I'll just go in the order from ten down to one. Yeah. So we have Game Gear. Mm-hmm. It was the number ten. Then we have the Neo Geo. AES, we have the 3DO, the Atari Lynx, the Virtual Boy, Sega Master System, TurboGrafx-16, good old ColecoVision, GameCube, um, there was an honorable mention to Saturn, (laughs) and then the first one, number one, was Dreamcast. Jesus. Yeah, because, like, listening to that, just seeing that automatically, like, there's four automatically right there that are aren't um they're not underrated. <laughs> like the no. ne- like like we already know. the first thing that glares out Neo Geo AS is not underrated. How many yeah. people talk about it just because they it was too expensive for them to buy it? Yeah, and they, they call it the Ferrari of you know game consoles. So there's it's, a reason. <laughs> exactly, and it's it's not underrated. It's people know it's great. They just can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole thing. Like you have to be yeah. rich to have that. Especially back in the day, it was like six hundred dollars for the just the console and I think two joysticks. Hopefully, yeah. two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, and then each game was you know one hundred to two hundred, and prices <laughs> are still pretty much at that same zone. So they went down because if you think of inflation, <laughs> it's probably mm-hmm. three hundred, four hundred dollars for a game. Yeah, and then those certain games like Metal Slug or something, you know, it's just crazy amounts. Um, but yeah, I mean, we all know that system's awesome, so that's not underrated at all. Like, that's one of the most revered. That's an arcade in your house. So, how is that underrated? Yeah. Undersold? Um, I don't know how the sales did. I, I think they actually did pretty good because they. It was like, so expensive. And SNK was around for a long fucking time. I mean, Jesus. You know, I think they they folded and then they recreate. They got recreated by someone else merged with them now or something like that yeah. but uh yeah i mean i don't think they folded so much as just got out of the hardware business and went straight to software again because king of the fighters kept coming out yeah like someone someone bought them out basically i think and then um i would like look into it something we can yeah the next podcast so the other ones that i had in here virtual boy uh how is that underrated it's the games aren't that great there's a couple games on there that are playable but not on the Virtual Boy. They're playable. How many games? Like 12 or what? Like yeah, there's 12 to 16 games, including Japanese releases. Um, but the thing is, is like even the games that are good, like Mario Clash is decent. Wario Land is decent. But the problem is, is that after you play it for 15 minutes to 30 minutes, you get a headache. Bingo. Exactly. So, I mean, it's not underrated. Yeah, and I mean, you have to make like a table. You almost have to make like a station for it because it's so awkward and wonky, you know? Actually, growing up, my parents um, 
had that little island where we had where we ate at, like for dinner. Oh, for sure. That was yeah. the perfect spot to have the virtual boy because we had the chairs to set up to it, and I could just set it right there on the table. It actually worked at a perfect height when I was growing up. Yeah, it's, it's almost like a bar thing, you know. Yeah, and I mean, I had one growing up, and I still have my box and everything. But it's I, I don't consider that underappreciated or <laughs> yeah. So with or the under un, what was it on? undersold but the undersold makes sense because like you were thinking maybe he meant undersold instead of underappreciated so maybe i mean thinking in that line yeah it didn't sell at all really yeah. you know you got yours at like a bargain bin you know 25 bucks at kb toys <laughs> yeah so yeah I mean, okay so that's like weird that's what that's and that's two of them you got the turbo graphics 16 and while back in the day when it first came out, yes, very underappreciated. Nowadays, there's a huge community for it. Like it's, yeah. it's cold, you know. Yeah, it's a cold. It's, cold it's a cold item. There's no way that is very appreciated now. And yeah. that that would be the same thing as his number one choice. Dreamcast back in the day had a few of us that loved it. I actually had one when it came out, and it was great. Uh-huh. But so many people jumped on the PlayStation 2 bandwagon to get their DVDs that it died. Um, but the thing is, nowadays, again, it's cult. Yeah, and um, I, I hear the, the Turbo Graphics mentioned a lot more than, than the PC Engine, which I think... Yes. That that makes the PC Engine, with exception to Japan, because it sold, you know, I think more than, than the Famicom, actually, in Japan. It did. Um, so, other than that... And that wouldn't be unappreciated... In Japan, but it would be right. underappreciated to us being yeah, like U.S. And, gamers. And also just because of all the benefits that the PC Engine has over the Turbo Graphics, like tiny, it's I think it's in the Guinness Book of World Records as the smallest console. Yeah. Um, so it's maybe now something else has come along, but it used to have that title at what at one time at the very least. So you you have that whole thing, uh, small shelf space. Not, now, the original PC Engine didn't have AV, but the Core Duo, the Core Duo 2, did. So there's two models of the just the PC Engine itself that actually have the AV output. Yeah, the to PC get AV on your turbo, R you have to get that turbo booster. Yeah, the how booster. Much does that, how much does that thing cost now? Like, a ton, right? It's almost like 100 maybe? God. Yeah. Um, and that would be the thing, though, is, like, the PC Engine and even... He mentions the Saturn. I don't think the Saturn belongs in there. I think the Saturn belongs in there more so for Japanese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, of the schmups. Yeah, so basically, like, if you ask a normal gamer in the U.S., even a retro gamer in the U.S., they're not going to talk about Saturn or PC Engine. Like, yeah, and, th- and they're not going to yeah. really know. They're not going to be able to name a do- half a dozen games for the Saturn or PC Engine. Yeah, and the, that's the, kind of the whole ironic thing is that the PC Engine has way more games than the Turbo Graphics, uh-huh. and usually they're in like mint condition because Japanese people take care of their shit. So you know, if you go on online to buy it, yeah, it's, it's gonna be like you know no cracks pretty much. Like spine is gonna be perfect with the stickers, not gonna be peeling or anything. Instruction manual is gonna be in nice condition. It's still gonna have the sleeve for the card. You find a Turbo Graphics in the wild, that thing's in the case is cracked. Yep. Um, there's no. Uh, sleeve, you know, the thing that held the card down is broken off. You know, it's just like a 
it's like, geez, you know. Not, not people... to mention the box that it comes in. <laughs> yeah, not to mention that. So, not to mention you, the box. You actually found some of those. That yeah, are like... I have a couple of the outer boxes. And that's, some, that's saying something, yeah. you know. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, if I was making his list, I would have a section for the um, Japanese systems. Because there's the MSX, which had the better version of, you know, Metal Gear and stuff like that on there. And then even the X sixty eight thousand has shoot 'em ups like insanely. That's so underappreciated, under underrated, completely underrated. So I think it was underrated. Were the yeah yeah that's that's what it was. And were there Castlevania games for the MSX? Wasn't there? Um yeah, there was Castlevania one. I think we might have talked about it on a previous yeah. recording. I don't think it's out yet. <laughs> but, I think um, we did though. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, when you were telling us about that, right? When we were talking about the whole DOS one. Yeah, and yeah. then the irony is, is the X sixty eight thousand has the remake of Castlevania one. <laughs> so okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I mean, that's already like better than Virtual Boy, or yeah. You know. I mean, if he's going to include the <laughs> Virtual Boy, I mean, how about underrated? What about this the Commodore CD thirty two? That was that one system that I had a copy of. It actually was released in the U.S. Um, and the, the Commodore Amiga was the basically the 32-bit Commodore. So it was like the Commodore's answer to the PlayStation. It was a lot of point-click adventures, all that stuff. But the thing was is that you know it was released right as Commodore went bankrupt. Hmm. So okay. like, I mean. That one has some better games than the Virtual Boy. There's even a Battletoads for the CD32 that has some amazing graphics and music in it. There we go. Like, insanity. That already sounds better, you know, especially, like, the whole Game Gear thing. That's yeah. that's what I was thinking, too. Like, oh, okay, yeah. so he put the Sega Master System on there, and now the, the Game Gear is basically like a mini Sega Master System, right? Yeah. So it's already, you know... Let's take the problems with the game here. Uh, capacitors, big time problems. The audio. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be the same screen. thing with the play, the um, Turbo Express that he mentioned. Yeah. Um, screens that are scratched up as fuck. Yep. Um, and again, Turbo Express is like revered. You know, like everyone loves that system. So that's definitely not underrated either. Um, it still sucks batteries too, though. Yeah, but, you know, as long as you can find, like, an AC adapter, yeah. just get one off eBay, hopefully it works. But the whole thing is, if you want to take it on the go, would you rather have TurboGrafx-16 or Sega Master System? You know, it's kind of like... And plus, all not all the Sega Master System games are on the Game Gear, you know? Yeah. So that's the whole... It's yeah. not like a Nomad or something. Yeah. Um, there are some good games for the Game Gear. They're just... Down ports, it seems, of the Master System. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, th- you know, there's gems for every system, but... Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. why I, it would be a little more underrated than the Turbo, for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I it mean, wouldn't be on my list, though. So, I mean, that's, that's the thing with the whole Game Gear thing. I don't really see this... Master System, that's great. That's perfect. Master System needs to be on that list. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much in Europe, as he mentioned, because a lot of people love. And, you know, this Sega Mark III, 
in Japan, as yeah. it was called. But, uh, you know, it's really, in America, not a lot of people know about it. There are only like 120 games roughly released on uh, in the United States. So, um, library is very small. Not a lot of people bought it. The cover art was like pretty bland, you know, it had like that grid white and it, it, it wasn't really like pleasing to the eye like the NES cartridges and boxes Pretty so sure. that should be on the list I, I agree like with three things that he had on the list Master System ColecoVision definitely absolutely ColecoVision definitely definitely and believe it or not the GameCube belongs on that list yeah yeah he's definitely right on that the GameCube and he didn't even mention it though I, I really the Dreamcast though is he says it's underrated. I think the Dreamcast is almost the way people hold it in such high regard. It's almost overrated. I remember Retro Gamer actually petitioned to make to be able to add that to Retro Gamer early before they were allowing games of that era. <laughs> and you know, if you want to go really, really deep down to say like stuff really people don't know shit about about like Neo Geo Pocket Color. Neo you know? Geo Pocket Color belongs on that list. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's beautiful stuff. Graphics games, beautiful stuff. No one talks about that. <laughs> exactly. That one absolutely belongs on the freaking list. Yeah. And it's like stuff like, I mean, like even the GameCube. Like he didn't even mention that. Um, it technically that generation it was the most powerful console, and it was the least bought because people just wanted to go with the PlayStation 2. <laughs> the, and did you say like it was really hard to program for or something like that? The, the GameCube, I think it was still pretty difficult um, just because of the, how they were trying to do that whole technology with the disc and all that. And it, it took a while for all the developers to unlock the potential. And then once they did, it was amazing. But almost too, it was like past... I think so, and I think a lot of developers still had a bad taste in their mouth from the Super Nintendo days when Nintendo was locking people in, and then the next generation decided to stick with cartridges, and people like Square decided to jump ship to PlayStation because with Final Fantasy VII, they needed the disc-based technology for space. And they could do, you know, three discs and be able to have a giant RPG, whereas you couldn't do three cartridges, it would break the bank. Because Nintendo was still making them in-house and charging up the ass. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, okay. And then, the GameCube like, definitely is on that list, for sure. Yeah. Neo Geo Pocket Color, without a doubt. And you, you mentioned uh, just Commodore 64. In the oh last my, that would podcast. be probably my Where's number that, one. You know? That would be my number one. And he posted, he asked people on Facebook, Gamester did, who, what would their recommendations be? And I put Commodore 64 and nobody responded. <laughs> That's how underrated that is. That's how unappreciated and underrated that console is. That proves it, you know. That proves it. Even the niche collector, niche collector, you know, community that we are, like nobody really talks about it. If you go to, um, like, for example, I frequent Nintendo Age. So do you. Giant, giant community. Even Claw, even Claw with the arcades, giant community. If you go to Lemon sixty four, that is the premier Commodore community. They make homebrew games more than they do for Nintendo for the Commodore, and nobody ever posts on there. It's like it's such a small community, like Jesus. And it's it's just as it's just a great community as Nintendo Age is, but it's like it's just it's so like 
under the radar in the U.S., I think. And even in Europe, I, I guess they don't go on the forums too much. But, like, because that's the thing, like, wow. comp- and I think it's so underappreciated because people don't consider it a gaming console as much. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the PC, which is yeah. another one that a lot of people don't talk about or hunt for, but yet it's Cause the, some the, of the games on there are the best, you know, of the port. You the know, perfect like example is Doom, yeah. Yeah. But no one mentions it. It's like, you know, play the PlayStation one. That's the best port. Well, forgetting about the... Why, why would you want to port it? it? <laughs> yeah, it was designed for the, the computer, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it, funny how those get overshadowed by your, your uh, console types. Because, like, I guess in Europe, there's three, four, five different computers that are all, like, on par with, like, Nintendo Madness in Europe. And the Commodore out here, there's two, three thousand games for it, or something insane. Like, try, try completing that collection. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, especially when you go online, there's like nothing to buy really that's complete. Or I mean, it's very rare, it's scarce as hell. Well, it's it's why the Nintendo didn't release their disc drive out here, the Famicom disc system, because piracy is rampant. And you, yeah. it would be impossible to find every single game for the Commodore. I mean, just because of the piracy, how crazy it was. Like, I remember, like, we had the Commodore growing up. My brother saved up for that instead of a console. And my parents matched him half the money or something. So it was probably like 500 bucks each side. <laughs> probably 1000 Yeah, back That's then. like ridiculous, man. Yeah. <laughs> and we had three games, but... I have a giant thing because I still have my brother's Commodore and I have a giant case full of games. They're all bootleg. <laughs> you know, and I think we might have talked about it in the previous chat. Is like, how did people bootleg that much? But that's, I think, why, though, is it, it kind of leaves, piracy kind of leaves a bad taste in gamers' mouth. Sure, sure. Especially the ones who are going out and paying money to get it. Yeah. It kind of kicks them in the balls, you know, because... You know, here we are trying paying big money for this stuff, and you guys got it for free. You know, kind of thing. But but Especially like back in the day, but it's cool, cool. Like I wouldn't even care. You know, it's yeah. I just, just want more more games. Really, it's just in my opinion, though. Like you have a good game, it's a fucking good game. So like, there's a probably out of the four thousand, there's hundreds of classics <laughs> for the system. Sure. We could play games and like Usagi, Ojimbo, Bruce Lee, like amazing games that don't exist on another platform. And it's just like, they're, they're, nobody even talks about them except for like us, and then we barely get any looks on it. <laughs> oh, I know, it's crazy. And kind of the way that I would see it is just, um, let's trade as many games as we can, and if you come across a box version, awesome, let's, you know, put it on dis- display, you know, something like that. <laughs> exactly. Just, uh, that's what's cool. Those old boxes are great. Like the Double Dragon Two one looks amazing. Yeah, I got the the bigger boxes. They're they're really great display pieces. Oh yeah, you know, like it's a different, it's a slightly different cover, which exactly. is cool as hell, man. Um, so so the other little treat that I mentioned when we were like going over the list, the Vetrix. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that too. At work, I was like, you know, no one talks about that. And, but the people who like it are diehards, you know, and exactly. it's kind of the same with Kami and all that kind of stuff. It's 
is diehards because they know it's badass. And I think the, the difference color, between know. the diehards for the Commodore and the Vetrix and the Neo Turbo Dreamcast fanatics is there's way more of those than the Commodore and Vetrix ones. There's very few. Like, Vetrix, the only reason why I hear heard about it a lot was from Classic Game Room. Yeah, yeah, Mark's awesome. <laughs> exactly. And uh, <laughs> he's hilarious, dude. Yeah, I was like, burning that, that DVD today, actually, to MP4, so I can watch it on the run. Put, putting it in the archives. Yes, you know it. He's doing a new um, he's doing a new DVD that should be shipping out like this week. <laughs> I'll buy it like right now. Yeah, so, you know, I click exactly. click click. <laughs> the uh, another one he put was 3DO, and I know like Lone yeah. in the Dark um, is great, but I don't I don't know I don't really know of that many gems for 3DO, which I mentioned on one of the last podcasts. Like, um, that's the other thing. Like, do you know of any like awesome reasons to play that game? Is, is Gex any good on the 3DO? That's, okay. That's one. I used to go to Circuit City and play that a lot. That's probably the best side-scroller. Um, it's a decent side-scroller in the grand scheme of things. It's probably the best in the system. His The voice thing gets really annoying. Like, his, he talks like Bubsy, kind of. The question like, is, is, is Gex better on the PlayStation 1? That's the thing. It's on PlayStation 1, so there you go. And Lone in the Dark is on computer, so you could, like, there you go. Like, okay, that's done. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You can get both those games for a different port or console or whatever. It's just as good. So what What else is on that system to, like, make you... Yeah, it's, it's just, like, awesome. 3DO's almost looped in with Virtual Boy, like, okay, so it's underrated. Well, Why? Yeah, kind of like the CDI. Like, why? Okay, people people buy that for the Zelda, but they they don't say the Zelda game is awesome. They, they buy it for the Zelda and put it on a shelf. They don't play it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> precisely. Because <laughs> it's just a conversation piece. Like, oh, this piece of garbage. Exactly. But it's still part of the Zelda universe, so you know people like to have all that razzmatazz in their I collection. I think whatever, it's more but... impressive to have a badass game in your collection that's a conversation piece than. A very universally panned game. Yeah, because again, like you're doing something with it, like playing it, like you want to play it, and ultimately, that's what a game is. So, that's the whole deal. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? I guess it's just a piece of art, then. Yep. And that's it. So, so do you have any other systems <laughs> that you have on your list? Now, I was going to ask, like, as far as the Saturn goes, um, isn't there a way that you can play the Japanese games on the United States version? Yes. The um, oh, it, action replay card that goes and you put it in the back little memory expansion slot, it actually unlocks that. I have that in much, my, my Japanese one to play U.S. games. How much is that, you know? Oh, I think it's over 100 now. I got it for, like, uh, I got it for like 20 or something. <laughs> Damn it, that sucks. Because I have a Japanese Saturn, but... Yeah, me too. Um, it would just be nice to play anything, you know? Read see, see conversation it's, piece. I have a white Japanese Saturn. It looks amazing. And mine's like gray. Yeah, it's it's the, yours gray. is the standard. Mine was like some kind of white edition version. I don't know. That's pretty sweet looking, though. Both of them are nice. Um, yeah. But yeah, so... 
that's how that works. I'll have to check on the price on that. It's probably through the roof. I figured it would be. You might be able to find it cheap if you if you hunt on eBay a little bit. Again, though, what what good games are on the links? I would like. <laughs> it, it it all comes down to the games ultimately. I as think there's like go, you know what's going on. A gate, gate of Xenodon or something. It's like a shoot 'em up, and it's not bad. <laughs> there's also a homebrew game called Zaku that I have for the links. But the thing is, is that he didn't mention this. <laughs> you know what I mean? He just said, oh, this is my list. Like, give a little justification, man. Because otherwise people like us are going to overanalyze it through our bullshit podcasts. And <laughs> then well, the thing with, like, the game gear, you said, like, columns. But I was thinking, well, Not number one, no. just get columns for Genesis. Or the arcade. way better. And super cheap still. Oh, and then if you want to play it on the go, which is kind of the point, I guess, of a Game Gear, just get, like, an app. I'm sure there's, like, a million column games now online for free, you know, and, you can is get it, it for a dollar truly, or whatever. is it truly portable when you got to carry a backpack full of batteries? <laughs> it's huge. I mean, it's, it's, it's basically, like, an artifact now of, like, the past. It's like those 80s phones. Yeah. Like, you're not going to use it, like, in a practical way. So that's why it gets scratched off my list. The Game Boy, you still can, because the Game Boy Color, especially, is pretty nice. You can still put that in your pocket. That's one that I can see. But other than that, well, and like 3DS, right? It's pretty small. Or PSP, one of those. I would oh. say almost even better than Game Boy Color would be the Advance. Yeah, the, those are like S- sizable, but, well, but the, the S- Game Gear S- links are like huge. <laughs> yeah, huge. but like the Game Boy Advance SP is like it folds in half. It supports all Game Boy games. Well, that one's nice. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You get like a Zelda one. That's badass. Yeah. The one that I have is the SP that I have. The fold one. I have the Nintendo looking one. It looks like an NES controller. Was, oh, okay. I, I think the Zelda one maybe is the micro. Else. Okay. Micro. I, got you. I think that's backward compatible. I don't know 100% on that one. It might not be. But, um, because it's tiny. But the, um, the other one, though, the SP has a little bit bigger screen than the micro, but it flips, it folds to protect the screen, and it's backward compatible with everything. It's just the Game Boy and Game Boy Color games stick out a little bit. They so. still play, and it's not like an mm-hmm. issue, right? And the screen's so. backlit. <laughs> Beautiful. That's most important. Yeah. That's the problem with all yeah. these. There's even some better screen ones that go that fetch a lot of money online. 
Like, because the one I have, I guess, it's backlit enough, but there's ones that are really good. So. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, if this, this, the size of those is almost like the PC Engine LT, you know? And, and that's like carrying a PC Engine around, and that's, that's, I can see that's one thing, but carrying around a portable thing with all those batteries, it, I just don't see it <laughs> happening nowadays. Yeah. Um, so don't, that's why the, those don't really make sense to be on the list. I mean, in my opinion. Exactly. Um, now, ColecoVision, hell yeah. There's a lot of classics. Um, it didn't sell very well. But everything on there is pretty damn quality, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything on there is pretty good. There's a lot of good colors. I always remember the vibrant colors of the ColecoVision. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yep. I mean... Yeah, and I got a couple of uh, systems on um, my little list that I scratched on a cocktail napkin. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, but I got some systems on there, some newer ones, because there's some newer systems that are underrated. And, well, first of all is the PSP. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of thought that was like a shit system, and it was more powerful than DS. You don't hear about it. No one talks about it, except you. That's probably why I hear about yeah, it. Other than it? that, no, I would never even know. It existed, and that's the one with, like, Dracula X and, like, that River City Ransom deal, ain't it? Yeah. And, yeah. like, that already ult- makes it Ultimate totally Ghosts and Goblins. And then you were, you were telling me there's a way to put it onto your TV, right? Oh, yeah. There's a way to put it on your TV with HDMI. There's um, Ultimate Ghosts and Goblins. There's a Mega Man powered up where they redid Mega Man 1 with, with eight bosses. There's Mega Man Maverick Hunter X, where they redid Mega Man X with, like, cutscenes and a whole storyline. Like, there's a ton of shit that's, like, must-have material. And, you know, <laughs> you can put it on a TV if you really want it. And then, so and then I'll blow like your mind. Character. And in Japan, they released the Gradius Collection and the Salamander oh, Collection. Oh, dude. Salamander. Just me over right there. <laughs> like, God. And it's, like, it's awesome. That's the thing. Castlevania, River City, sign me up. Like... <laughs> And then on the, other, and then on the other side... I'm long overdue on one of those puppies. Yeah, they're cheap. The, the other side of things is that there was a heavy, heavy homebrew community for it that kept hacking it, so you can play everything on it. So if you're on the go, that might be the system to have in your pocket because then you not only do you have a chargeable battery, but you can have every NES Super Nintendo game just have a giant memory card in it. Yeah, so I think you had those the PC Engine. I think we were playing like Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu or something in it that oh, one day. Oh, yeah. See, that's amazing. You can play that, like, on a plane. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for the rest of my life. That's all. I, I just need some of those PC Engine games. I'm good. Exactly. That library is so, like, fantastic. Exactly. It's a freaking amazing thing. And that's why, like, the PC Engine just needs to be talked about, too. It's craziness. <laughs> but, yeah, PSP was, like, last generation. But... Like what else you got? The the, the, P, the PSP has a um, successor uh-huh. called the PS Vita, and it's out right now, and nobody fucking plays it. <laughs> yeah, what's that all about? I, I know like nothing about that except the name. Okay, so it's basically a super powerful PSP. It is compatible with like PS3 games or some shit, like insanely detailed games. It's, there's cross compatibility with other games, um, other stuff like I don't know, um, like games you can get on the network on PlayStation. So I could get like a PS4 game on the network game, like a downloadable one, huh. and my save 
through the network can be loaded onto the PS Vita, and I can play it on both. So yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, that's sweet. Exactly. So yeah, <laughs> that's a plus. Yeah, so it has that, and then apparently you can play like the screen with your TV or something, and actually have like Vita games like on your TV with PS4 or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. That sounds crazy. Let's you get to work, you know. Exactly. Pretty cool, but yeah, no one talks about that one at all. No, if you think something's underrated, like that's out right now. How big is that thing? Like it's the same size as a PSP. It has two analog sticks, though. Um, That's cool. The games come on little micro cartridges, like little like SD card looking cartridges. That's real small. Yeah, like they can get lost small. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Eat them, man. Like the. Accidentally swallow that. Exactly. But, like, yeah, the, <laughs> but the thing is, though, is that, like, the games on there are outstanding. They look like a last generation console, and you could hook it up to a TV with the PlayStation TV. Jeez, so there you go. I mean, like, boom, on the go, in the house, yeah. hook it up. Yeah, and it's like that. Nobody talks about that one. That That's super underrated. Can you tell me you'd rather be playing your links than than that? Or like, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, it's just totally like, almost seems like he rushed this list or he meant unsold or something. I don't know. Yeah. Unappreciated. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's weird. And I mean, the thing is, too, is that, I mean, maybe where he's from, it's a little more underrated than where we're from. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. That's... Devil's Advocate. I don't know. Well, the, the, the one thing with him, I never see him play the games a lot. I mean, that's the one thing that is the curiosity. It's like, he, he'll show you a game, but it'll be like 15 seconds. And it's just like, well, I didn't even get to see any of it. It's like, here it is. Okay, done. Well, the, the perfect example is is that he showed, like, he didn't really talk about games. The whole the whole 10 list. List of 10. Or he just, like, in passing kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, he put the card in and was like, oh, cool, and then, like, turn it off. Yeah, um, it's super weird. <laughs> yeah, like, a lot of people, I think, they play the newer gen games all the time, but the older gen games, it's like, they, they have a fondness or love for them, but to actually put that card in the system and play it for a long period of time, I don't know if that happens as frequently as... I mean, even with me, you know, like, I, I need to do it more. And I think that's that's why we're going to start giving ourselves, or maybe even each other, homework assignments. Bullshit homework. That's what because, I, yeah. because that, that's perfect segue into it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm guilty, too. Like, Absolutely. I mean, that's... <laughs> so, perfect example is actually because I'm, I'm like, minimalistic right now. I actually played some uh, played some games today, so we'll go over like right now, like some of the games we've played a little bit recently, mm-hmm. and then we'll segue into the the homework. So today I was sitting down here in the room. And I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna plug in the Vetrix, make sure it still works." Because I brought my Vetrix with me, didn't let the movers move it. Um, and I fired up. I was playing a Berserk for like an hour and a half. Love that game. And Berserk on the Vectrix, vector-based Berserk looks so amazing. The controls are perfect. Like, it's really, really tight controls. Every game on the Vectrix has super tight controls. 
So, I mean, it's just, it is awesome. I was like, lasting a lot longer than I do in the arcade. <laughs> so. Now, is, is a controller like, is it, it's inside it, like, like a little, it like comes out of the bottom, right? Something like that? Yeah, on, on the like, bottom, there's like a little button you press, and you can flip out the controller. Um, and there's a, actually, it plugs in though, into the system. And then you can actually plug in a second controller. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it's cool. two player. Because Berserk's two player. Yeah, I've only seen it a few times, but I never really, like, played it for that long, maybe a few minutes. Yeah, I mean, I had it sitting out, but I don't think we really ever played it when we would hang out. There's so much, I mean, Jesus Christ. Yep, that's gonna be one of the <laughs> themes of one of our next podcasts is, you know, having too much. <laughs> so, so yeah, what, I think, yep. yeah. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I think we all put it away for like a rainy day, but we don't know if that rainy day is going to come. Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm putting this away because I, I'm going to want to play this someday, but the reality is like, are you really, is that day ever going to happen? I mean, who knows? Yeah. So, so, so you, you've, been, you've been playing anything new recently? Uh, just been messing with the, uh, Rockin' Cats and... Rockin' Cats, nice. Yeah, I've just been messing with that. The game's just so fun. Um, so... I'm going to see how far I can get with that one. And Lone in the Dark, just messing with the wiki page, just add more stuff to it. There's a few other guys on there, so just playing the game and seeing, like, weird nuances and details and stuff like that. Um, you nice. know, what what happens when you do this or that and uh, just now, how kind much of mastering you, um, that side of it. How much time have you played Rock and Cat so far? Um, I'd say, uh, I probably popped it in, like, half a dozen times, I'd say. Okay. Because, yeah. I mean, I used to rent Rockin' Cats as a kid um, from the store, so I'm, like, ridiculously good at it. And, oh, nice. Yeah, like, I got my personal copy, um, I want to say, like, four years ago when I was, I was in training out in, I think it was Georgia or something. I found a copy of it pretty cheap, and I played it, and I, like, in an hour or two beat it. <laughs> like, first time, first first continue. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not even, like, that hard of a game. Yeah, it was, like, it's, that um, game and Felix the Cat I got in the same the same store, and I beat both of them. Like, super easy. They're awesome. I yeah, love, it's... Love the it's punch like, mechanic in that game. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's why I think I keep coming to it. Um, I haven't played it all the way through. It's it's not even usually. That's the other thing. It's not even usually me trying to get to the end. It's just me getting another like interest in my head. Yeah. Because I think you have, it's it's about it'll take about like forty to fifty minutes. I'll probably play it for like twenty or thirty. It's like kind of like Gunnack. I'll play it for like twenty or thirty minutes, rack up all these lives, and then I'm like, oh, I want to do this now. Like, <laughs> it's kind of like that hump. It's the same with movies, like. There's like the 45 minute hump, and it's like you either kind of want to do something else or you want to finish the movie. Yeah, you know. And, uh, exactly. Yeah, so that's 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 the thing with that. But um, that's why I prefer and love just like the password based or like save based games because you can just come back to it and like keep going. That's why I like the RPGs are cool. You can just come back to it, carve a little more. 
Okay, cool. I'm, I'm good. I'll save it. Okay, then do whatever. Come back to it. Maybe one day you'll play for four hours. One day maybe you'll play for four minutes. But yep. you can still advance. I think that's why a lot like of people like... Somewhere. I think that's where a lot of people get addicted in the newer games because they all have auto saves and save points and all that. So you never lose your progress. Yeah. and th- th- Like, that's just a really big thing. That's and nowadays. Yeah, it's the same with like the Vice City too. You're always working towards something, mm-hmm. um, but then sometimes yeah, I'll just get in that mood where I just want to get like a high score, or you know, I, I just want to beat like a game, no no death run, mm-hmm. um, and then I'll I'll just batten down the hatches and concentrate on that game, and you know, play the hell out of it. And uh, that's probably what I'm going to do with Rocket Cats in the next week or two. I'll actually get serious with it, kick the shit out of it. I think and that's then, almost uh, like a a perfect, you know, Kevin's page. On <laughs> Kevin's page. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I think that is really a perfect segue into like our little thing that we're gonna start doing. The uh, the what we're gonna call it is is bullshit homework because homework's always bullshit, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what it'll do is it'll allow us to refine what we're gonna what we're doing, what we're playing. Um, and it'll give us a goal. Now, we're basically the due date is an arbitrary fucking time because we'll get it done when we get it done and we'll record when we feel like recording, you know what I mean? But here's my thing. I think we should start doing the podcast every Thursday like what we're doing right now. Yeah, it works. Um, man. We have a email set up now. It's vgbspodcast at gmail.com. So anybody listening can email us their experiences with the game that we're going to play. <laughs> and they can email us if they have any questions, any comments about our podcast. If they want us to talk about something, they can email us at vgbspodcast at gmail.com. It's also on Google+. Plus. Um, so if they go on Google+, Plus, look up VGBS Podcast um, or VGBS Gaming Podcast, they'll find us and you can comment on our page. So people can talk with us too. So it'd be like interactive. So it's not only me and you doing this, but if people like start wanting to do this with us, they can, and we'll just you know talk about it each time and make sure everybody knows how to bullshit with us. <laughs> so I think it'll be very arbitrary though because we're doing this shit because it's fun, right? Yeah, always. <laughs> that's the why thing. else? You know, really. And that's why we're here tonight. And I think. Kevin's just like, well, I'm busy. I'm like, we're like, okay, well, we're recording tonight. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is what we got to do. Um, when yeah, when I'm 30, you know, 32 now, anything that I do is because I enjoy it. I mean, that's really the only reason. Yep. You know, you just got to take life by the horns. Take it by the balls. Um, right. <laughs> so, so really the only, um, I want to say the only rule per se is that we both got to be able to play it. <laughs> so I can't say, all right, well, the homework is Legend of Zelda <laughs> Skyward Sword. Now you got to go out and buy Skyward Sword. Like, no, we both have to be able to play it in our house. Yeah. And now that could well, be definitely. with that could be with emulation. Like, that's fine. But we have to be able to play it. So we're, we're going to have the same, we're going to play the same game? Yes. Okay, I think cool. I think that's what super cool. yeah, I what, think about that. I no. like that touch. Oh yeah, the homework is is that like everybody that. plays the same game, and then we come together the next recording and we bullshit about it and talk about our experiences with it. 
That's super badass, dude. Yeah, that was. This is what bullshit. Now Walmart. I understand what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, bully, you know. That's yeah, so like that. um, so basically, we're only limited on what we had to play. That's it. Well, yeah, because um, we all have to fucking play it, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. And I already okay. told Roth, um, who we're gonna try to have on for the next podcast. He's uh-huh. the guy who uh, made the Mad Wizard for the NES. Oh, that guy's cool, yeah. Yeah, he'll be drinking some PBR, probably. Um, I already told him, I was like, expect some homework, expect some bullshit homework that for a game we're going to talk about whether you play it or not, we don't care. (laughs) Yeah, you don't have to do your homework, I mean. Fuck no, you don't. That's the best part about why it's bullshit (laughs) homework. Like, there's going to be times where we'll be like, hey, Kyle, did you play the game? Or, hey, Jeff, did you play the game? Like, no. (laughs) Because, I mean, honestly, like, sometimes we may get busy at work or... You know, this might get caught up, but I mean, really though, we, we need to, it, it's a great way to have us buckle down and then give us more, you know, to talk about. Buckling down is the hard thing. That's why it's nice to play it on yeah. uh, Kevin's page too, because it, it forces me to like discipline myself. So I used to do like the no death runs and stuff back in the day. And after, after a while, it was like, wow, you know, I spent this like a month trying to get this exactly how I want it and it takes a lot out of you and uh, yep. you know now I kind of play um, like that's why I love those old arcade games like we were playing Donkey Kong Jr. at your parents house just like sit there for 20 or 30 minutes bust it out cool you know and that's what was really fun about it is we only spent a little time with it and the time that we did now it almost has like a nostalgic feel to it yeah and that that's another thing like nostalgia doesn't have to be that's what a lot of people think, like childhood no. only, you know. We just it's have just to. a warm feeling or a warm memory. of That was yeah. like the last supper kind of for us because yep. you were leaving. And it was like you got to like, you know, have make the most out of this kind of thing. Exactly. And I, I think, though, like us recording the day after you potentially go over there and record at Kevin's gives him an excuse to have you play that game. So you're playing the homework game over there, like whatever Hopefully, game. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So you play that there, you record it there, and that gives you more of an experience. So now you have like what you played throughout the week, and then you, and then the recording standpoint too, and like what happened with the recording, and then we talk about it on the podcast too. Yeah, I think that would be like the ideal way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it would be awesome is if people email us at vgbspodcast at gmail.com <laughs> and um, yeah, they, they email us there too and then we'll be like, hey, let's check the emails and you know, we have a bunch of emails from people that have cool experiences with the game too. I think that would be an awesome thing and it would allow us to all get in the gaming thing. It's not like a, I don't know, like a scoreboard or a high score thing where we're all trying to like Ranking people based on score. No, we're just going to talk about each other. Yeah. yeah, we're just we're just talking about our experience with a game that we really that maybe we haven't sunk enough time into or that we haven't really played. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, um, so so this week though, we're going to be a little limited because I'm not getting my goods delivered till Monday. <laughs> so, I'm out of it right now because out here we we record on Thursdays. But we're not going to upload until, I would say, we should upload our podcast like Sunday, Monday. So that way every week somebody has something new to listen to that first day at work. Monday's fucking suck, so it would give them something to look forward to. (laughs) 
They got some video game bullshit. Yeah, they got some video game bullshit every Monday to listen to. So, so whether it's Sunday night or Monday morning, that's what I think we should try to shoot for. Um, if we got to scale it back later, like we talked about before, like it's we're doing this because it's fun. If we got to scale it back, we'll scale it back. But I think right now, like we're on and fuego on fire, (laughs) and I think we'll be able to have plenty of content (laughs) for a while. (laughs) Oh yeah, as long as I can. We're the, we're, we're the bullshit masters. It's like the perfect name. As long as I can see, yeah, we're going to be good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The only thing is, is that, I mean, because I just always recall, like, me and you had podcast long talks, like four or five hour long talks on the phone before I was out in Indiana, um, and we would just chat for a long time, and now we have a way to do it for posterity, which is even better. Yeah, you preserve it. <laughs> exactly. So, um... The games, like, I have the Vetrix here. I can play that. I can, I have my, I have my NES TV, but the problem is, is that I don't have a working NES controller. No shit. <laughs> they, they all got, somewhere they all got packed away. up, and I got a broken one that uh, I got for free, that I, the broken dog bone that I haven't fixed. So, um, I don't think the Sharp NES has... AV in the back of it. If it does, I don't think it does. Though. I think it just has like the normal um, cat cat five or whatever the the cable connection. That's all it has. What do you, what do you think is? So what I have is my Nintendo 3DS. Just clicked her open on the 3DS. I I was an early ambassador of it, which means I got my 3DS right when it came out. Um. What Nintendo did was, they gave me 10 Nintendo and Game Boy Advance games for free. Ooh. <laughs> so, I have some... <laughs> exactly. So, I have a couple games. I There's there's a few on here that, I mean, I have Legend of Zelda on here, Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, stuff like that. Like, no, we don't... We, stuff we know. We've man. played those too many. But there's oh, yeah. there's three or there's three of them or four of them on here that I think would be good nominations. Okay. Um, and then so and next week, I mean, I'll be back to normal. I'll have all my shit and we'll, I'll have every game at my tips fingertips. On, yeah. Um. So my examples we have Wrecking Crew, which is one I haven't actually played that much. Me neither. I haven't either. So that'd be a perfect one. Uh, uh-huh. Balloon Fight. That's the one I played a lot, but I I fucking love that game. Uh-huh. Yeah, so if you played that a lot, I really haven't. But on the other side, there we go. It's kind of like Joust, a glorified Joust. Yeah, it is. And then it has that awesome um, other mode, the Balloon Yeah, Balloon Donald uh, Trip or something balloon like trip that. Balloon mode, yeah. Um, Ice Climber. That's another one. I play that one probably almost as much as Balloon Fight. It's it's really great. The jumping you have to get used to like yeah. there's a weird jumping element to it. The arc is weird. Um, and then Ricky Crew, I really haven't played a lot though. It's, yeah, and then NES Open would be the other one. Like I played oh, that a lot as a kid. Yeah, that game's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, but like I wouldn't mind giving that a you know a dedicated week. That'd be cool. Yeah, <clears throat> I would say think, though. Like, I would say the the bullshit homework should be Wrecking Crew. Though. Yeah, let's start with that, a first, uh, <clears throat> first thought. So, yeah, let's... 
Agree. Yeah, because, I mean, Wrecking Crew, that's like a little platformer puzzle game, and you break stuff with the hammer. You're Mario, and he's a carpenter in this one. You break stuff with the hammer, and then these little bots, like, follow you around. you got to outsmart them while being able to clear it. Because you can't kill them. It's kind of like Gyromite, no. right? Like, yeah. you're helpless. You can't kill or t- get touched kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. So Fragile. Uh, yeah, we'll just have to. What we'll do is cool. we'll, we'll play it and see how far we get. I don't know if it's beatable. We'll have to research that during the week. It'll give us an excuse to research the game. If it's, uh, you know, we'll see how far we get. Just we'll try to beat it or get as far as we can and talk about how hard it was or how easy it was or whatever. It'll be fun as shit. Yeah, I always thought it was like <clears throat> kind of the precursor to Rampage. I don't, I don't know if Rampage the arcade when that came out, but. I'm just saying, like, those two games remind me of each other. You know, I mean, you're just breaking stuff. But I, Wrecking Crew actually looks better because I think Ramp, Rampage gets really redundant after you've beaten, like, the 30th level. You're like, oh, my God, dude. No, like, yeah, it's completely different. It's like an different. endurance contest. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's, it's completely different than that because Rampage is just knocking down buildings, whereas this one, like, it's more of like a puzzle-based thing where you have to hit stuff in certain succession, otherwise you're going to make it so you can't clear the level. I, had, I I remember I used to have that happen. So well, yeah. Wow, yeah, like Rampage like folds in on itself because you can never die. Yes. And it just keeps going, so you get so bored that it's just you stop playing. I've never beaten Rampage on the NES. <laughs> but you could. Yeah, it's a funny But I could have. <laughs> Even when I rented it, like for the weekend, I still didn't beat it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it like inverts itself. It's funny. And that's the thing. That's why a game needs challenge. You know, like <laughs> proof right there. <clears throat> All right, so that one. Was, this one was an easy week. So the um the video game bullshit homework then is Wrecking Crew on the NES. And right. any listeners that want to yeah. join. Um, VGBS podcast at gmail.com. Just go ahead and, you know, email us. Tell us your, um, experiences with the game. And, I mean, we'll read our favorite ones on, lo- on the air. I mean, if we get any. <laughs> but, I mean, I think we're up to like 10 subscribers now or something, which, I mean, we haven't really, p- like, publicized it except for me posting it on a few pages on Facebook. So, I mean, I think. Podcasts are kind of viral, and the fact that if we keep releasing content, people will start tuning in. Yeah, I think so, and the fact that there's not so many right now, it's not, like, oversaturated yet. Like, yeah. YouTube's, like, way oversaturated. Well, I think it's also, like, if you type in, like, video game podcasts, there's only a few that pop up. They all have, like, random names, like Zombie Cast or, you know, other random stuff like that. Um mm. Yeah, because there's people like um, like Gamester81 as a ColecoVision podcast. That's where I posted the comment that, hey, we're doing a podcast on your <laughs> your oh, uh, little article. But it's like some ColecoVision one. I, I never heard of it. I When I first got the podcast app on my iPad, I searched for video game stuff, and I added everything pretty much, which is probably why we have 10 subscriptions. Uh, <laughs> and... Um, I added everything, and I only kept around the ones that I liked, but there's so many that I've kind of heard about that don't really exist. So, like, the ColecoVision one, for example, so... Yeah, yeah, it's it's just kind of... 
sparse right now. Um, and plus, I think people just, that's what I like to do. I, I, I like to listen to like something while I'm eating or doing something. And then, like with YouTube, the videos are kind of like five to ten minutes, so you can't just walk away. I mean, you have to come back check back and put on like a new video unless you have like a playlist or whatever but yeah. it's just cool to listen to people ramble you know like with the wrestling I love listening to the Jericho and the Stone Cold podcast we, especially when they have always, good ass guests man it's so good you yes know? yes the guests and we've always loved the documentaries too like watching even a video game documentary or a horror movie documentary or you know a wrestling documentary like i enjoy those because you hear about things and you hear like little hints and tidbits about something that you may not have known yeah that to me is always a sign of a good listener someone who likes a documentary if someone can't pay attention to a documentary they're probably low attention span they're probably not the best like listener you know they're like off in their own sporadic <laughs> like main a manic world you know exactly um, so, yeah. yeah, it's always, like, those factoids and just learning stuff. It's always cool. Um, so, yeah, that's why I kind of think the this is the best forum, especially for us, because we can just blab on forever and ever. Exactly. So, speaking of blabbing on forever and ever, we're at about an hour right now, so okay. I know we're trying to cut it down to an hour, because I know people don't want to have four-hour podcasts, because I know I've seen a few with four-hour podcasts, and it pisses me off every time. Yeah. Let's just do like around an hour, like you were thinking, and then um, exactly. So what we'll do is episode. we'll um yeah we'll wrap up this podcast right now. Um, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, you yeah, know wherever thanks. wherever we post this on, shoot us some fucking comments, whether it be on my blog on WordPress on Facebook or email us at vgbspodcast at gmail dot com. Shoot us an email there. Let us know what you think. Um, join us in our homework, and then we'll uh, see you uh, next time. Join us. Do it. <laughs>